Welcome to episode 10 of the Anti-Reactive Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Hoppy, parent educator and counselor, mom of two, and lover of all things related to parenting. I hope you all have been enjoying your summer with your families. In our part of the country, we're already beginning to think about back to school and what lies ahead within the next few weeks as we get back into busy routines and after school activities. As a kid, it felt like summer lasted forever. But now, as the grown up running the show, summer seems to go by faster and faster. So, our family is doing everything we can to soak up these last couple of weeks of summer fun and enjoying slower paced schedules, allowing our children's mind more freedom to wander, pretend, and to play. I've worked with countless families in my career, and I've seen over and over again that summer is an amazing time of growth for children. It's when major growth spurts happen. New skills seem to pop up out of nowhere, and when all of a sudden kids are using new words and phrases you've never heard before. It's when the cartwheels are mastered, training wheels come off the bikes, and the magical height is finally reached to be allowed on that thrill ride at the amusement park. It's also when playdates are more frequent, new friends are made at summer camps, and when we travel to see family and friends like family in far-off places. At this point in the year, when summer is winding down and a new school year is beginning, it's a natural time for reflection. And in an effort to be anti-reactive, parenting and family reflections are made through the lens of values. One of the things I've been reflecting on lately is how our family takes living and parenting by our values outside of our four walls. When our children are young and we're getting our bearings as parents, it's natural to feel like you wish you could keep your babies in a bubble. You know better than anyone what your child needs and how they should be raised, and you are the very best person for the job. Outside influences come with risks that may detract from the vision you have for your child. When they're babies, you know the routines they need to go to bed and get the most sleep. When they start solid foods, you know best about what you want their diet to consist of, and as they grow, you consider the toys you want them to have, the daycare or preschool they should go to, how they should be disciplined, and you manage daily schedules and outings to avoid meltdowns. Kids grow so rapidly in those early years, and there's a lot of orchestrating and planning to get life to go as smoothly as possible, and nobody can do it as well as you. As the years go by, the bittersweetness of parenting becomes more and more apparent, however, that one day, our kids won't need us the way they do today. Each new milestone reached is one step closer to adulthood. It's so exciting to see our kids do new things, reach new goals, and develop new skills. And these are the things that make us so proud as parents. But it also means it's another stride towards independence, and it's a reminder that we cannot keep our kids protected in a bubble. They need to stretch and grow and learn things for themselves. Now, of course, this doesn't happen all at once. But the beautiful thing is that we can 100% get ahead of how our children learn about the world and what life is like away from home in a totally anti-reactive way. You are not at the mercy of the outside ways of the world or the forces in society that are in total opposition to your values that will inevitably reach your children someday. You don't have to just cross your fingers, hoping that the lessons you've taught your children were good enough to stick and tell yourself that you can just try to trust things will be okay. So what's the secret? The key is intentionally creating a community for your kids and around your family that generally holds the same values you do, and spending lots of time with that community. We've all heard it, 
it takes a village or find your tribe, which are all good things. But I think it's important to talk about how to do this well and with intention as an anti-reactive means of getting ahead of future parenting issues. Let me explain. All of us naturally live within the context of a community. Actually, it's multiple communities. Community includes your family, your extended family, your in-laws, your neighborhood, your city or town, your place of worship, your child's school or daycare, the physicians or medical providers you see on a regular basis, and even your favorite cashier at the grocery store. And the people you interact with that flow in and out of your social orbit exhibit some type of influence in your life, and you in theirs, and those influences can be positive or negative. Whether you've thought about it or not, we have a great deal of say regarding who flows in and out of our individual communities. The anti-reactive piece of this is that we get to know these people, we can have conversations and identify the values that emanate from them, and we can evaluate whether or not their values align with the ones we want to teach our children. There are a lot of really nice people out there who are well-intentioned and genuinely caring, but that doesn't mean that their values are the same as yours. So when your child is spending time with those kinds of people, they may be sending your child messages and imparting values that are very different from the ones that you are teaching them and raising them with. For our family, our faith and our faith community is top priority. So anytime we've moved anywhere, the first thing we've done is find a church. Our faith and our family dictates the majority of our values, so we know the best place to find people with similar values is at church. From there, we develop relationships and friendships, and then those are the people we ask about where to find other things that align with our values, such as options for education or childcare, sports, activities, dentists, doctors, all of those things. It doesn't mean we all agree on everything all of the time, but I'm more likely to take into consideration the advice or opinions of those who share in our values than someone who has a different take on the world or even someone I just met randomly. My husband and I are intentional about using our values to make choices about where our kids spend their time. We use our values to, to decide where our kids go to school, where our daughter takes dance classes, and where our son does sports. And we use these values to determine where we spend our time and when we do that, we meet more and more people who value a lot of the same things we do. For example, when we were looking for a dance studio, we had to consider whether we valued a studio who values a more modest approach when it comes to costumes and makeup or demonstrated opportunities for dancers to compete at a high level or some kind of mixture of both. We made our choices, and since then, we found her teachers, peers, and their parents made the choices they made for similar reasons we did. So when our community grows, so do the number of positive influences in our children's lives. The beautiful thing about these communities we form is that our children are now developing positive relationships across generations that reinforce and help us instill our values. It's not just mom and dad who harp on you about the importance of saying I'm sorry or taking responsibility for your actions. When they go to a friend's house, I know that I don't have to worry about the things they might hear or what they might get away with that I'd rather they didn't. We're all on the same page. I mean, at least for the most part. We have people of older generations that love our kids and talk to them about their interests. One shares in my daughter's love of theater. Another gives her books to borrow to feed her love of reading. 
But it's not just about the fun of theater or books. It's that I also know that the conversations will be colored by mutually shared values. I don't expect our kids to be able to identify this at all. But I know that they can pick up that there's something about the people in their lives that communicates the same important things mom and dad say all of the time. And it's not just mom and dad who think this way or teach this way. It's all around them. Here's a story about having a community built up around our family played out in an anti-reactive manner for our family recently. There was a movie that came out recently that my daughter and a couple of her friends had been anticipating for quite some time. Media for kids these days can be tricky when it comes to values, no matter what your values are, and you don't always know what's going to come up or not come up. One of the friend's moms texted and invited all the girls over for a watch party to see this new movie, and they were all excited about it. Now, I wasn't quite sure what to expect from the movie and whether or not the messages within were in line with our values, but I absolutely knew that the mom hosting the watch party holds the same values as the families of all the girls who were coming to watch the movie. I had absolutely no fears or hesitations about my daughter going over there with her friends because I knew if something did come up, my hosting mom had it covered. I knew what she would say, how she would handle it, and that it wouldn't contradict us as parents. Now, if a family I didn't know as well invited one of my kids to watch the movie, or any kind of movie that I wasn't really familiar with, I'm not so sure I would have accepted the invitation. I know you all know a family, whether it's a family with that you're biologi- biologically related to, or whether it's a family you know as friends, but I know you know a family that just does things differently than you. And I hate to say it, but when you get together with them, you know there are things you'll have to explain to your kids or there's work to be done to undo some of the things your kids learned or picked up from them. We've all encountered that, and that's okay. But those aren't the kinds of influences I want taking a hold of my kids, so I'm intentional about the kind of time our family spends in community there. Now, at the beginning of this podcast, I talked about how it can be tempting to put our kids into a bubble. We all know that's unrealistic. So I would also caution against putting your kids into a social or values-based bubble. Our kids will all be faced with people and situations in the world that contradict our preferences. And before our kids reach adulthood, I believe it's important to face those things while they're still under your roof and they can learn, fail, ask questions, and receive your guidance within the context of your values before they go it alone but it's critical to lay a solid foundation of values before those exposures happen so they have those lessons to refer back to and to guide them. And the more they see those values lived out by those in the community around them, the stronger that foundation will be and the more likely those values you've taught will stick and the less you have to worry about how things will turn out. Build that community and uncross those fingers. Being anti-reactive is developing a values-based decision-making system so you don't have to put your kids into a bubble. You can be confident sending them out into the world knowing that they can process whatever comes their way and make decisions using the values you've taught them and that they will come to you or another member of your values-centric community with questions if they have them. This week's anti-reactive challenge is about getting ahead of the issues that arise as our children spend more and more time away from us and are out in the world. Who in your life has values similar to yours? How can you grow your values-based community and allow your kids to spend more time with those people? I'd also encourage you to let those people know you appreciate their values 
and that they are modeling the same types of values for your children that you are teaching them. All right. Thanks for tuning in, listeners. I'd love for you to join the anti-reactive community as we identify and live out our values together. You can find us on Facebook and on Instagram at Anti-Reactive Parenting Podcast and on our website, antireactive.com. Additionally, if you enjoyed this podcast and think others would too, please leave a five-star review to help this podcast reach others and we can all grow together. Don't forget to follow our podcast and add it to your library so you don't miss an episode. Also, for all of you fathers out there, don't forget to check out the Anti-Reactive Parenting Companion Podcast, Life Fatherhood. LIFE stands for Lead Your Family with Excellence. This short-form podcast for fathers is about how to deal with challenges raising your kids and increase your excellence as a father who leads intentionally. You can find LIFE Fatherhood, that's L-Y-F-E, on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere you'd like to listen to podcasts. Until next time, parent intentionally, plan for what's to come, and be anti-reactive.